Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Today I'm going to talk about the big change that we are all going through, why it is happening, what is going on. This virus. Now when you just look at it just as a virus and nothing else, it seems like a very terrible, horrible thing that's happening to us all. And that, you know, if only we could uh, be free of this thing. It's just a disaster. But ultimately, for the entire Earth's total, it is a plus. It is reducing emissions for the first time in maybe 300 years, 400 years, well, not that long. But, yeah, because they were burning forests way too much back then, too. So there was a correction that had to be made, and it got made here. So what is this going to do? This is going to just change our entire culture in ways that we don't really understand. But it shows you that the current trajectory was not approved of by the most important person, our landlord on this earth, Mother Earth. She she does not like this raping and pillaging of her lands and of her creatures and of this just polluting and befouling the air, going back and forth and back and forth to work, using tons and tons of plastic to where our oceans are just filled with it. Nothing's wrong with eating a little meat here and then, but hey, putting putting animals in like really fucked up conditions where they're just disease filled and 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 disgusting. There's a reason why they had the halal the halal stuff, you know, Jews used to be very particular about how they slaughtered animals. They understood that if you didn't respect the animal, the Native Americans as well, if you don't respect the animal that you're eating, then the animal's not gonna respect you when it enters your body, motherfucker. If you're just sitting around with a slab of animal meat between two pieces of shitty-ass bread, you're not really appreciating that animal, are you? The animal is should be eaten alone to really respect the animal. But more than that, you've got to be reverent for the food that it's giving you. And you have to be one with it in a way that we aren't in this society today. We treat them just like we're growing, and we should have been doing this with our vegetables, but we treat we treat them like vegetables. We treat them like they have no um, sentient part of them. And that's wrong, because their sentient part of them is the most important part for their flesh to be nutritious. You want to eat happy flesh. You do not want to eat miserable flesh. If you eat it of miserable flesh, you will become miserable, usually. Or you will tend to. You will have to fight off some desperation, some anger, some stress. Why Why do you need that? So you should really only buy kosher meat. To me, that's the only one that is is 
is actually done according to the practices of the old school humans. Jews still do it to this day. I don't, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know any other tradition that is as careful. I know the Native Americans are, but I don't even know where, you know, where to begin with that. But this is a tradition that's intact. It's labeled on stuff. That's just an aside. But my point is, we have to be in harmony with this planet. We have to figure out a way to live, yes, with our technology and everything like that, but it's got to be in, with renewable energy. It's got to be with non-pollutants. It's, we got to stop filling our, our, our rivers with, with chemicals and, and, and mercury and just... We're eating, we're, we're, that's our food right there. We're shitting in our food, literally, all the time. And people who are like, don't, you know, I don't give a, you know, whatever you want to say about global warming or whatever, first of all, it is occurring. Don't you notice, man, it's getting warm as shit. Fucking winter's getting mild, glaciers melting, it's happening, okay? No one knows what the fuck's going to happen, okay? People are predicting dire shit. You're right. Nobody knows what the fuck is going to happen, but we're putting tons of shit that we don't need to because people are profiting off it. And so that whole thing where people are profiting, if you're sitting around profiting off pollution, you're delivering pollution inside of plastic, inside of, I mean, just all the stuff that is just dumping itself on this earth and fouling it. Like, you're part of the problem. So... The earth had a reaction. The earth is just like, all right, you guys want to, like, you guys are voting for this? This is, like, the kind of life you want? Just endlessly spewing shit into the air forever, back and forth all day long, using plastic and then just throwing it away into a landfill, I mean, all day long. People have to re... This is forcing people to reassess the entire society. You know, maybe everybody should be paid just to stay home. Maybe that would actually help make the economy work better than, like, making everybody... Because the economy has to pay for all the degradation that occurs through the daily grind of going to and from. Like, that's... Why Why does that have to even occur? What are people even doing at their jobs most of the time? They're doing stuff that now, thanks to the computer age, and we're finding out, they can do at home. So... No more offices. No more, like, dense fucking cities where people just crowd amongst each other just so they can work together. Now, of course, there's going to be factories and things like that, but they're going to have to be huge factories where people are spread out. If you think that this social distancing thing is just going to be something new that we're and then we're going to go back to the normal. Never going back to normal. Never going back. You might as well bank on that. You can make a lot of money understanding that. So, why is it happening on a cosmic level? Why is it happening? Because humanity would have become extinct if this didn't happen. Humanity was on its way towards utter extinction. It was going to destroy the earth 
before it could come up with the technology to leave Earth and settle another Earth-like planet. That trajectory was fixed by a virus. Now, am I saying that this virus was intentionally created, was put into the air? I, I believe every single thing happens for a reason. So, yes, some, there is some intention behind the virus. Now, was it human intention? I don't know. Was it godlike intention to the point where it looked down upon the status of things and it said, I need to change the trajectory. How do I do this with the least amount of death? Knowing that millions upon millions would be dying into the future because of the, the, the insustainability of this way of life, would it be worth killing a million with a sickness just to create a new paradigm shift among these some semi-intelligent creatures. If you were a god and you were watching the society unfold, as it were, would you not want to just reach down and make a little bit of an adjustment, just a little one? And maybe this is what this disease is. It's not completely horrific like in some horror movie. It is for some, but that's what's so contagious about it. it the reason why it's, it's contagious is because it's not horrific. Because it is something that actually it's horrific. They're, they're, they're being very careful not to show the horror of it. We hear about it. People having dying and things like that. But they're not really showing that on TV. So people aren't really that scared of it. And maybe that's good so they don't go into a panic, but that's also helping to transmit it, and also the fact that it has a latency about it, that some people have it, they can carry it, not even feel it, they have it, just get a headache, and then pass it on to somebody who actually gets very sick from it, so it has that dynamic on it, so it's like the perfect disease for a spread, but it's also a perfect disease that it doesn't kill too many people, but it, it, it dramatically changes the society and it also dramatically forces us it reveals, it's a revealer of the stratification of society of the way in which there's been this siphoning uh, this slumlord nature of the entire society has become a slumlord with a bunch of slumlords giving us less and less until we really have nothing and we're just working all the time Like we, we didn't realize how much we were working until we had to force not to work. And then we start to say, wow, like, when we were hunter-gatherers, I think we worked for about two hours a day to get our food for the day. And then the rest of the time, we basically went to the lake, chilled, you know, hunted for fun at that point because we had food. We did stuff. We, we, we worked, seriously, for an hour or two hours to find what we needed for the day. Now we're working like eight, nine hours a day to make money, most of which goes to the person that you're working for if you're not self-employed. And then you take that money and you want to go spend it. But you're, and, and you basically spend about, if you went out to dinner and had a really nice dinner, most people that would eat up your paycheck, your, your payment, your like daily pay very quickly. 
So the trade-off is less. Before we were working two hours, we had all we needed. We didn't have to buy anything. We didn't have to use money. Now with money has introduced itself into the picture, we have to work eight hours a day to get almost the same value, which is essentially like enough to eat for the day at a really nice restaurant. But there were no nice restaurants back then, so... (laughs) You know my point. We're getting a lot more bang for the buck as hunter-gatherers. What was with all this farming? This farming was supposed to save us time and, and, and help us work less for food. You know, because we're growing it. We don't have to go pick it. We don't have to go walk around and try to find it growing naturally. But now we work more. So some scam was happening. You know, some scam occurred, and they just keep pushing it back and pushing it back. So now people work longer hours for less money, like in real terms. Like this, the rate of inflation and the weight of wages are not, they don't go up at the same time. In fact, inflation has gone way up, whereas wages have basically lagged way behind that. So people are working long, more hours just to have the same style of living that their parents had. And of course, the powers that be, by the way, when they talk about the they, the people that, you know, when you're like, oh, they, they want you this and they want you that, the they, it's, this is what you should think of it as. Those, oh, no, I'm not a those. The hierarchy enslaving you. The hierarchy enslaving you. They. They are going to keep squeezing and squeezing the middle class until they get every little ounce out of it to the point where it's not even going to be very, it's it's not even going to be very, sorry, there's like a cop trap, I hate this. <laughs> cops are like the worst like universe thing, like there's probably cops on every level of society. I guess they're necessary, but man, I hate that. Where was I? They break my train of thought, you know? Like, I see a cop, and I'm like, oh, fuck, am I going to have to deal with a cop? But then, you know, it doesn't it doesn't happen, and I'm always, like, relieved. That I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm surprised cops would want to... Uh, would want to pull people over with fucking corona going around, you know? I hear a lot of cops have that shit. So anyway, the question is, okay, I've got some questions. Here's a question. How do I really protect myself from this corona? Okay. First of all, get plenty and plenty and plenty of sleep. That is your first line of defense, okay? You will get a little slight version of corona if you get it. If you're fully rested and you're, like, not drinking any fucking coffee, drink fucking water, okay? Don't drink fucking anything that's going to make you... Don't put anything in your body that's going to make you weaker. There's no point to do that at this point, okay? People are like, oh, well, what about, uh, you know, marijuana? What about uh, certain, you know, things, certain drugs, you know? Yeah, hey, if you feel like they're making you weaker, 
then fucking don't take them, man. Because you need to feel strong. You need to feel strong. So if these things make you feel strong temporarily, fine. But notice how you feel afterward. Most of the time when you take a stimulant, you feel kind of hollowed out afterward. Most of the time when you eat a sugar or something sweet, you become that you, you become depressed afterward. Empty calories do not make you feel good in the end. They make you feel good in the moment. But then in the end, you feel like shit. So you want to eat full nutrients. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, but like just thinking about the food you're eating is like, does this have a lot of vitamins in it per square inch? Is this just like food stuff? Is this just like some kind of sponge for vitamins that are already in my body? Because most food that doesn't have enough vitamins is sponge for that. And so it actually leaches your body of vitamins to digest itself. So a lot of, uh, that's why a lot of uh, vegetarians are frail because there's so many packed vitamins in meat that it's very hard to eat enough, enough stuff. And most of the time, they want to, the, the, the body, what the body wants to munch on a lot is, is food stuff that doesn't have a lot of nutrients because it, it creates a hunger effect. Like if you eat a potato chip, you'll instantly be hungry for another potato chip because it's created a deficit. Each time you eat a potato chip, it creates the deficit that the next potato chip needs to fill, and so on and so on. It's a trigger mechanism. So anything that is an empty calorie is it's just going to make you weaker. It's going to delete from you your essence, your, your power, your ability to fend off anything. So think about what you're eating. Think about if you're like, oh, just eat a bunch of vegetables. It's like vegetables aren't really that great, man. Vegetables don't have that much vitamins. Honestly, the only thing that has a really a lot of vitamins is fucking meat. Sad to say, like, I've been trying to pursue this vegan diet. I tried to, I was vegan for like, maybe a year. And I became frail as fuck. My muscles were shitty. My bones started to ache. The fuck? And I was eating like some good food. But the problem is, I wasn't eating enough of it. I had to be fucking stuff in my face all day long if I wanted to get the goddamn nutrients that I would have got from one slab of meat. Now, I'm not, I'm, I'm all against the cruelty of animals. Okay? I don't think meat needs to be treated cruelly to, to supply meat. Some people think meat is inherently cruel. I do not. I think that you can humanely kill. Okay? They, they, there's got to be a way. Or there's got to be a way to genetically create meat without a brain now that we have this technology so that there's no suffering involved. But there doesn't need to be suffering and the the death can be quick and painless. Now, do we have the right to eat of the flesh of other animals? We don't. But we need to find a, a comparable thing and they're kind of coming up with that with this meat substitute. And they are actually more nutritious than a lot of the vegetables even out there just because they're so packed. But they haven't perfected it. And so it's very hard to stay healthy and stay strong like the earth wants you to be for the earth, okay? 
the earth is like, look, there's some meat around. If it's gonna if it's gonna help you make this earth a better place, then eat it. Okay, I know it's wrong and the whole thing is wrong. But use it for strength. Use it to 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 become strong and to help the earth and to end this shit so that we humanely deal with animals. Because it's all tied into what's going on right now. This COVID thing is a warning, okay? It's it's our first warning. Now, the next one that comes, I'm going to call it COVID-23. The next one that comes in 2023 is going to be way worse. So, you already have to be building yourself up for that one because that's the one that's really going to be the key. Now, what's more? Do, what more do you need to build up? You need to do 50 push-ups every day. You do them wide first from, like, show, uh, a little bit uh, past your shoulder width apart. Do them 20. Do, alternate these, okay? Do some. I'll show you. So you do first, you do 20 like that, 20 wide, wide uh, push-ups. Right away, you do 15 normal push-ups. Right away, you do seven, or you do, yeah, 10 really close to hands, close together push-ups. You do that in a row. You can, you can alternate those. You know, you can start off with the ones with the hands together, and then you can, you can start off any which way. As long as you do all three in succession, the first set is always 20, the second is always 15, and the third is always 10. You got to do that. I'd say do it every day. Do some crunches. Get your abdominals in 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 uh, in shape. If you have a bad back, look into how you can strengthen your back. Okay, your muscles are going to be extremely important here, and that's why you want to be taking in some good protein. Okay, and make sure that you're using this protein and and actually pumping those muscles. Because otherwise, you're just shitting it out no point in eating protein. If you're eating some fucking protein, you better be working out about like 30 minutes later because that shit's there for a reason to give you muscles. And if you're just going to shit this thing out, why did you eat it in the first place? Why did you kill that animal if you weren't going to take a piece of it and put it into your muscle? So that's what I want you to do. I want you guys to get some fucking muscles, man. Let's get these muscles back. Fuck this hippie bullshit where you don't have any muscles, man. Let's become strong. Become fucking powerful. Work out. Okay? Don't fucking drink fucking latte and bullshit like that. Drink some nice fucking tea if you want to drink some green tea. Okay. But fucking coffee is for women. And it also gives you tits. Okay? Because it fucks with your hormones. So, you don't want any fucking coffee. Okay? It just turns you into a fucking uh, loose flesh fucking white piece of shit looking motherfucker, okay, get out of there, get out of it, juice, but not sweet juice, like cranberry, straight up cranberry is good, but, and you can add, you know, some, you can add like monk fruit to it, just as good as any other juice, no sugar, okay, stay away from it, stay away from fucking fruit, just stay away from sugar, eat, as, eat meat, eat fucking vegetables, you can eat some grains, Stay away the fuck away from gluten. Fuck gluten. Gluten is like this. We've all developed some weird kind of 
bloated allergy. If you see somebody who's fat at all, they have a gluten allergy. That's what a gluten allergy is, by the way. Guess what? If you're fat right now, you have a gluten allergy. If you stopped eating gluten, you wouldn't be fat. Try it, motherfucker. It's real. Now, don't eat sugar, too, on top of it. You got, if you eat, a lot of people, what they do is they stop eating gluten, and they start eating sugar up the ass, and they stay just as fat. They're like, oh, I'm just as fat. Might as well go back to gluten. Gluten is the worst shit ever, dude. Gluten is the Earth's way of fighting back because we've been, we've hoard out the wheat crop. So now that's where the Earth knows where to go to get rid of us. So it's given everybody a, a well, it's because it's in everything. It has given everybody an allergy to it because they eat too much of it. Anytime you eat too much of something, you develop an allergy. And the allergy is, it makes you fat. And, they, and it's so funny because all this shit is about carbs, don't eat carbs. Oh, you, oh uh, I'm on the keto diet. The keto diet is fucking retarded, okay? If you try to, try to do a keto diet for fucking uh, more than 20 minutes, or no, more than, more than a week, two weeks, you won't be able to move. Your muscles will have no glycogen in them. You will have nothing. You need, you need carbohydrates to, they're like the oil in your machine. So... This fucking keto diet is like there are people walking around like stiffs, like fucking rigor mortis. That's what it does to you. You're not loose at you're not loose at all. Yeah, you lost some fucking fat because you're not eating grains. But really, it was because you weren't eating gluten. Because you can eat grains all fucking day long as long as you just stay away from that grain. Watch, try it. Just eat every other grain you want, no sugar, and and see what happens. Um, there's this bullshit about fucking keto, man. That's for epileptics. And he, because they're trying to actually take the glycogen out of their muscles so they don't have fucking seizures. Okay, you're not an epileptic, then I, I wouldn't do the keto thing. So, in fact, it might, keto might make you into an epileptic. But another thing that makes you into an epileptic, if you're not fucking careful, is MDMA and, and, and all the shit it's cut with. So stay away from street fucking drugs and meth and all that shit that just, it's really bad. Nicotine is another one. Nicotine will turn you into a fucking retarded person and you won't even know it. It'll fucking embalm your brain, especially that fucking vape shit. It's embalming fluid, people. They're just going at it early. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's put embalming fluid inside these little tiny sticks. So I think it was made by mortuary people. Because they're like, you know what, this will save us a lot of money if we just get people to start embalming themselves before we have to bury them. We'll save a lot of money on embalming fluid. Meanwhile, we'll sell these great new cigarettes. We'll just put a little nicotine in them, and they'll love it. That's, I'm, I was in on the board meeting, dude. That's what they're doing, okay? So nicotine has its own self. It's, it's weird. It's like there's Mother Nature again. Nicotine in a tobacco, you're not going to be able to take in that much. You're going to take in a certain amount, but you're going to get harshed out by the cigarette. I believe in, like, the Native American nicotine. Like, after, if you want to fast, if you want to ever smoke, like, a nice fucking tobacco, you've got to fast for three fucking days. Then you smoke a fucking peace pipe, and you look into the sky, motherfucker, that's what you do with fucking tobacco. You don't just take it, whip it out with some fucking, like, filter on the end of it. All that bullshit. Fuck that. 
Nah, man. Tobacco is supposed to be a secret, a sacred substance. People are just like tossing it around. Nah, it's not something you smoke after you fuck, man. Well, if you fuck a goddess, maybe. But if you fuck just an everyday fuck, no, 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 no. Three days, motherfucker. Hey, you want to smoke? Go ahead. Three day fast. Do it. Dude, you, it, it would be the most incredible experience of your life with tobacco. Meanwhile, like, most of the time, you're throwing tobacco, you know, you smoke a little bit of it and just suck. Tastes like a toilet, right? Because it's the wrong moment. Most of the moments with your tobacco, if you're a regular tobacco smoker or nicotine smoker, it's, it's wrong. It doesn't feel good because it's a sacred substance. Like you're, it's like I'm me going into the um, church and being like, give me some of that Jesus blood, man. Give me another cup. And can I have a few more of those crackers, please? You're, you're, you're disrespecting the sacrament. Tobacco is a huge sacrament. And what do we do? These white people that came in, they just take it from the Native Americans. They start making fucking Lucky Strike packs. Fucking Marlboro, man. And everybody's dying like flies and shit. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll be back. Hold on. <laughs>